0: episode of box trick i am your host matt brady joined once again by uh jimmy sir jimmy as i like to call him how are we doing man i'm good i'm in the christmas spirit and uh i'm feeling nostalgic
1: man i'm feeling really nostalgic talking about some of my favorite games that we've gotten for christmas
0: yeah absolutely man you know everybody you open that you open that present on christmas morning and you get you get a game and then you know it's like hey when we were younger we didn't have uh you know we didn't have school so it's like man got to really dive into it and spend spend some time with it um and uh yeah we've we've each got three games picked out uh and we're gonna kind of dive into this and uh just see where we go take some trips down memory lane and uh i'm gonna go ahead and start here actually uh if that if that's all right oh go ahead sir go ahead Okay, so the year was
1: 1999.
0: Okay, year. and uh, in year 1999, uh, there was a specific date that I remember very distinctly: nine nine ninety nine. It is the day that uh, the ultimate gaming console, known as the Sega Dreamcast, came out. <laughs> um, and I remember, you know, Sonic Adventure uh you know that was you know that was like the game to get for the uh, the dreamcast um then there was uh, power stone and it was just it was all so amazing and it was all mind blowing but um uh, the game that i wanted the most by far having no real idea what it was except for that everybody You know, in the video game magazines you got and everybody was like, this game is going to be like the biggest, most like, you know, game." there's there's never been a game like this. Um, And I actually have another Christmas game uh, that came out in the same year and I got on Christmas. But this actually came out just a few days after Christmas, but it was like the game I wanted for Christmas. And that is... Shenmue. So, um, if you have no idea what Shenmue is, which no a idea lot of people yet, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people don't. Shenmue is this incredibly, absurdly ambitious game that came out for the Sega Dreamcast um it's 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 written and produced by uh Yu Suzuki. So there's like a huge there's like a there's like a long story. So so just just strap in, okay? Um and 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 do your and do yourself a favor and just and just look look at some look look at some videos uh if if you if you can while I'm, while, I'm, while I'm getting through this. So Yu Suzuki is this guy who works for Sega and I feel like you could almost call him the You could could almost call him like the Shigeru Miyamoto of Sega. So um, Sega, you know, far more than Nintendo with its home console, was really big in the arcades. And this guy, Yu Suzuki, was just hammering out arcade classics left and right. So he developed um, games like Hang On, Space Harrier, OutRun, Afterburner. I mean, some of some of just like you know Daytona USA, virtual. I mean, virtual cop. I mean, this is like, you know, just like mega, virtual fighter. I mean, like literally just about every arcade hit that Sega had, uh, Yu Suzuki was was part of. So, around the time of the Sega Saturn. Yu Suzuki, uh, you know, he, like, goes to Sega. He's got this idea, and it's for this game called Shenmue. And they were actually developing it for the Saturn initially, and there is footage of it running on a Saturn, early production footage. And so what Shenmue is is, again, you got to think about the mind. 1999, it's this ridiculously ambitious game in which you play uh, a character named uh, Ryo Suzuki. And it is the story of how... uh, Rio Hazuki, excuse me, um, and it is the story of it's like this martial arts epic adventure in which this guy named Landy comes over and kills your father in the opening scene, and he's looking for something called, um, you know, the, the Phoenix Mirror. Right, and there's a phoenix mirror and the dragon mirror, and the idea is if you get these two things and these like ancient relics and you put them together, uh, you know you'll gain like this ridiculous power, Um, and it just that's what that's what the whole story is about. Um, this game did so much for gaming at the time. It was the it was the most expensive video game ever created, ever created and it didn't necessarily do that well uh commercially um some of that has to do with the Dreamcast which also did not do very well um commercially um and but it is the people who have played it have absolutely loved it I mean it is there's no other like there's at the time at the time this game was like I, I don't even I don't even know how to, I don't even know what, like what to compare it to. I mean it's, it to say it's ahead of its time is like outrageous. I mean it's like the equivalent of like a PS3 action adventure game in 1999. I mean in like all of the things that you can do and see this game introduced like QTE cutscenes. Uh, like created them, right? You know, like you know, like uh, cutscenes. You'd see, yeah, in the Resident Evil series, they're present a lot, where like you're running, and then suddenly like a the B button will will appear on your screen, and you've got to hammer it. Uh yeah. and, Like it, like so, this game created those. Um, they had dynamic weather, right? You're like walking in this kind of open world, and suddenly it'll start raining and all of these things and again nothing like this had ever existed uh in like a 3d game i mean so many elements we see today and we just think that's natural like this was the first game to do it um there was like an arcade you could go to there there's so much stuff like in this in this town that you get to walk around to that was just kind of like everyday life stuff that now we think oh it's just kind of cool stuff in games but like At the time, this was like it was so far ahead. Like, um, there's little like toy capsules you can buy. Like, you know, you know, like convenience stores you put in your quarter and it gives you a little toy inside the capsule. Like, that's in this game. Um, You know, there's like cassette tapes you can get. You can go practice martial arts because that's part of the thing. You're there's like you know it's a big martial arts game. So you're uh, you're fighting. If you've ever seen any of the um, oh uh, oh how am I blanking on it? Yakuza games. Are you are you familiar at all with the Yakuza series? Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm actually looking at picking up the most recent one. I've okay, uh, yeah. had my eye on it.
0: Yeah, so the Yakuza series pretty much came out of this out of out of this series. So everything that everything that's in the Yakuza game, this was really kind of the first of, of, that, of that franchise, because it's a Sega property, and it, and it pretty much came out of this because Shenmue did not do very well, and then they just kind of took it and said, let's make it more r- ridiculous, and then that's kind of where Yakuza comes from. Um, but so, again, at the time, in 1999, everything about this game was, like, so mind-boggling, <laughs> because it was like, there was never anything like it when this game came out so it has had a sequel uh it did have it had had Shenmue 2 and then for I mean years people were talking where's Shenmue 3 I mean literally it's like like Duke Nukem Forever you know um Gran Turismo 5 um you know will there ever be a final fantasy 7 remake you know all of those games that are like the big games that everyone's been talking about for years and years and years shenmu 3 was one of them and then i remember watching at that that playstation <laughs> that that playstation 4 and e3 where they came out and announced Shenmue 3 in the same one that they announced the final fantasy 7 remake and it was like the biggest mind blow you know i was like i this this is unreal um so you know, I mean this 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 open world city that you can go explore. I mean, this is before Grand Theft Auto Three, right? This is obviously before Fallout or you know any of that stuff to have it in this three D type of of space. I mean, it's all it's all right here, and this was, this it, was the game to do it.
1: It really also just tells you how ahead Dreamcast was in some of the departments uh, as far as tech goes. You know, obviously it didn't work out, but Dreamcast was a powerful little
0: box, man. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. I and I and i love my dreamcast but yeah i mean yeah uh, you can get it now shenmu 1 and 2 and i believe 3 which came out uh it was a kickstarter game and it has fi- it has finally come out um are all on steam and i know you can get shenmu 1 and 2 on on ps4 as well so um yeah i mean it was it, again it was like nothing that i'd ever played uh wow, nothing Shenmue like i ever played it very highly rated on steam this is uh mm-hmm. oh the fans of the series love it The fans of the series absolutely love it. This might be a pickup for me. I I might be Mm -hmm. checking this out. Yeah, I mean, Shenmue 1, I mean, uh, Shenmue 1 and uh, 1, obviously, just keep in mind, you know, like the controls, uh, you know, it's an older game. But, I mean, there's literally no other game to this level in... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, at all in in 1999. I mean, there was nothing even remotely close to this. I mean, I'm so impressed by how much you know about this game and and all the things you. Oh, I'm a diehard. Off. I'm yeah, a diehard I, I, man. I, I played. It. It. I I played it. Yeah, I played it, and it was supposed. It was supposed to be like a ten game series, uh, wow. and that that definitely that definitely never happened. But but finally, Sega did allow Yu Suzuki to go kickstart the game. Um, And they did for for Shenmue 3. And there is supposed to be a Shenmue 4, which is just going to kind of finish the series. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a long, long time development. But, yeah, so, so good. Um, And anybody, you know, it's one of those things where it's like. Shenmue one Shenmue one sometimes uh, you know on a lot of youtubers list for are like worst dreamcast games Shenmue and then also best dreamcast games Shenmue so it was really kind of <laughs> people were kind of torn either way but the everything it did in terms of like how ambitious it was I mean it, it said it cost roughly 70 million dollars to make in 1999 yeah it was big, <laughs> it wow! Was I mean, with inflation considered,
1: that has to be one of the most expensive games ever made, right? It was.
0: It, it certainly was, and probably still is to this day. Yeah, with inflation, I'm, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's and 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 it like this will literally appear on lists as like like some people literally have it on lists where they're like it's worst games ever, and other people have it on like greatest games ever. Like I would one hundred percent put this in the top one hundred greatest video games ever made, without I mean, question. That means it's worth talking about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any hardcore Dreamcast fan, this is this is what they had. And, uh and if you have a second, pull it pull up the the um the Saturn footage of it. Like you can look at like there's you could do like a side by side. Like to think that they were trying to make this on the Sega Saturn and actually like were in the process of doing it is crazy. Like that's even more ridiculous to think about. I respect like, the hell out of that. Yeah. Just crazy ambitious. You know, this is
1: why I love coming on Box Trick, because I always learn something new. Like, I had never even heard of that. And then I always, I always end up spending money when I get off the podcast. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you talked yeah, to me up about yeah. Fire Emblem last time, and I bought it, and now I'm 40 hours, you know, poor for it. And uh, mm-hmm. now I'm going to be playing Shenmue, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, trust me. You'll love it. You will be like, how, how, how did I miss this when I, when I was growing up? Wow. What a legendary tale. Oh, it is. It's so good. The second one um, came out for Xbox because um, that was kind of like Sega sold a lot of their stuff to, to yeah. Microsoft. Um, the second one is like I don't want to say it's not very good, but it just it, like a lot of the stuff is there. But at that point, like other games had started, had already kind of started to pick up like a lot of the stuff that this game had done. And so it does. It definitely doesn't feel as special. Um, you're also in a different city, and so it just it does it. It doesn't it doesn't feel as special. But there is there is the stories there, and there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, and it's you know it's just it's not as good as the original. But if this were the only game, it would be an amazing game in its own right. But uh, it's just it's not as good as the original. And uh, and the third one is the third one's really good as well too. I, I like the third one a lot. That's awesome. I could see why you were so excited to get that for Christmas. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and I did I did get it within days of another game, in which I which I will be talking about. But uh, that yeah, that game that game's a little bit shorter, so I'll save that one. But yeah, yeah, I'll toss it back to you, man.
1: All right. Well, uh, my first one here on the list is uh, for a wonderful little system called the Nintendo sixty four. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, it is one of my favorite consoles of all time, and it had a game on it that really. Uh, blew my mind, and I remember cracking it open on Christmas, and I couldn't have been more excited. And that was WCW NWO Revenge, uh, the only NWO game, if I'm not mistaken. I think there might have been one more. Did they make another?
0: They made another NWO. I think. Game? Um, I think uh, there station. was. There was NWO. So there was. Uh, so it's kind of weird. The yeah. The the history. So. Because there's of the WCW games because you AKI right is the developer. So you have WCW versus the World, um, which uses the same engine as this, although it's on PlayStation. Then yeah. you go well, it's developed by AKI, so it feels the same. I shouldn't say it's the same engine. Then you go over and you have AKI developing simultaneously um, the NWO World Tour, which is it's like the next step in that, but it's on N64 as well as WrestleMania 2000, the WWF game. Um, and then they develop uh, Revenge, which is, that's the same engine there. Then they develop No Mercy, which is the one that most people consider to be the greatest wrestling game ever. But you had THQ, who developed, you know, was kind of in charge of both these. They actually, there were two, there was like another kind of WCW franchise, um, I guess. And it was on the PlayStation and the uh, N64, and that was Nitro and Thunder, but it was NWO Thunder, and those I, games I, are
1: NWO Thunder is what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. The, those
0: ga- those games are different. They're far more arcadey. They're not that good. Although there is although I did get um WCW um Nitro for my birthday one year because and I because I wanted it because I, pl- I played the heck out of the demo. I played um, it on and, PC. Oh, there is a PC version of it. Yeah, yeah. but the, the cool the coolest thing about that. Is that there are these ridiculous character like when you're going in to pick your character? Yep. Um, there are the like little they'll they'll, they'll like, give a little speech, right? Dude, you know, I and, like in I TV. still to this day remember like <laughs> I still to this day remember some of the things they said. And like they're like, this is why you got to pick me, you know, like whatever. Lex and Luger was on
1: there. I do. Lex, Lex Luger was on radical. there,
0: and oh. I remember. I remember Macho Man was like, you know, like e, Macho Man hits him with the flying elbow drop and hurts him real bad. Ooh yeah, you know, like <laughs> I, I'm like I haven't looked that up, but I, I, I'm like 90 percent certain. Like that's like that. That's what he says. And then like I remember Kevin Nash was just like kind of crying, being like, "Pick me, come on, you know." Then Razor Ramon, or well, not Razor Ramon, but. uh Scott, Scott Hall, Hall. right? <laughs> he flicks his, you know, toothpick at it, you know, and he does he does his thing. And those are cool. Those were those were those are definitely cool. I think it was like Eddie Guerrero was in the first one. Rick I remember Flair. the uh, yeah, I remember the um the music. It was like wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Well it was the it was the it was the nitro theme. It was the nitro theme and the NW, NWO theme were the back. And I remember the intro was sick because like I just loved watching any wrestling I could mm-hmm. get my hands on, right? And I would just watch the intro over and over and over. <laughs> oh yeah and then thunder so yeah then they had thunder um which added a lot more characters um and they were kind of split into groups because that's when they had like the wolf pack nwo wolf pack and like goldberg was in this one um although it's like it just wasn't it just i don't know it wasn't as good uh it just it was basically kind of just like you know like an expansion for the other one um they had like cage matches and stuff like that and at that time you had on PlayStation the SmackDown games, which were like you know way better, and it's crazy to think because THQ also developed those. Um, you well published it, but they had all these different developers working on them, right? Um, and so it was like SmackDown was like infinitely better. Uh, than, I mean, here comes the, the pain could the,
1: give No Mercy a run for its money for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's that's down the line at the PS2. SmackDown Two. I know your role was uh,
1: SmackDown, yeah. But, SmackDown,
0: SmackDown One and Two, um. You know it's PS interesting woman. my buddy my buddy Adam who's been on here we actually did an episode in which we compared because you have No Mercy come out like this within days of SmackDown 2 and they're both published by THQ and they're basically the same they're telling the same story it's like the same time in WWF but they're totally different games totally different approaches um, and so it's just really really kind of interesting um to see that I know for a lot of people wrestling games isn't their thing but I I find it interesting just in that you have a publisher publishing one game on the on the PS1 and another game on the N64 of the same content and they just go in totally different directions on I mean, how they're on and like how they're how they're how they do the game because a lot of times you get the same game but it's like here's the ps1 version and here's the yeah. n64 version or like genesis and super nintendo or whatever and it's like one you know will be will just look better because of hardware and stuff like that but um different that you have like i mean just total different games so i mean that does happen sometimes but uh yeah so it's it's really interesting but yeah the um uh, nwo uh nwo revenge i think is what most people consider to be the best uh by far the best wcw game
1: yeah and i was a huge wcw fan because i loved hollywood hogan it's why i started watching wrestling it's what got me into wrestling eventually led to me having a career in professional wrestling for a bit and um this game to me with the how big the roster was how amazing the moves at the time looked um just incredible, man. And, and I remember this was a step up from the World Tour because they added a lot more weapons in, so it was a little more hardcore. And, you know, even people who were not wrestling fans liked to play this game because the grappling system was revolutionary at the time. And uh, what they were doing, what AKI was doing here, it was just, I mean, there's never been anything like it. And uh, really every game other than the SmackDown games, I would say, were kind of a downgrade. And that's, you know this was the precursor or you know in the same vein as no mercy and i don't know if you knew this but did you know no mercy had a modding community up in, i mean it still has modding oh it's it still
0: has a hardcore modding community yeah, i absolutely. played the
1: elimination chamber on no mercy with my game shark i remember downloading mm-hmm. stuff and you could get all kinds of crazy stuff but you could, they literally had updated rosters uh the new you know the punjabi prison S- they, match they, they, they just
0: did um, there's actually a there's there's two really good mods one is a no mercy mod um and it is it's like a Legends mod uh, and so it's like oh it's like 1980s like WWF wrestlers, oh, um and so then WrestleMania 2000 and Revenge use the it's the same engine um and then it's a it's a newer engine for No Mercy. Um and you should look up the mod WCW feel the bang or here comes the, here. Like, you know, it's like obviously a D diamond Dallas page reference, like, you know, like the bang. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it was like, I think re- it was released last year and it's like a total overhaul of it. Um, and it has entrance music and all that stuff. Cause that was certainly one of the issues with, um, with this. And so there is, there is a modding community, um, between them because no mercy, even though it's a better engine, um, there's like, it's a lot more, but like, I don't want to say it's more buggy, but I think it's just, I don't know I think it's a lot more people people either use one or the other Um, but I it's from what I've kind of seen read it seems like more people are to. it's easier to like build an enormous roster of this because they can a lot of the assets they can just pull from revenge into WrestleMania 2000 or vice versa as opposed to trying to take those assets and then like convert them into no mercy.
1: That is amazing to know. I've am got some
0: homework to do now. I'll be honest. I might bust out my N64. I might do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the roster. I mean, look at the roster here. You know, you've got. um, And then there was there was WCW Mayhem, which came after, which was then there was like it had a sequel backstage assault. And both those games were not very good, although I did have Mayhem. Um, And the roster on that game was a lot of fun. But that was really about it. Uh, The action was it was weird. It was just weird. Yeah. so, I mean, yeah, you got Hogan, the giant, Scott Hall, Buff Bagwell, who I consider Raven's to be like, flock, you know, Buff Bagwell, who I consider to be like, you know, one of the dumbest slash worst wrestlers ever, um, you know, uh, and then you've got, you know, Macho Man, Lex Luger, Sting, you know, Kevin Nash, Roddy Roddy Piper, DDP, Goldberg, Bret Hart. I mean, um, I had that, it all, you know. I, they I, have that. They have they have that guy that WWF has completely or WWE, I should say, has completely erased from history. Uh, even though he was a multi time champion, but I think for obvious reasons, uh, they yes. uh, have, have erased him. Uh, obvious reasons have erased him um, from from history, and and I I, I think rightfully so. I know the, I know the, the community is kind of kind of split on that. Uh, Booker T, Disco Inferno you know it's great glacier glacier man w- wcw had those weird wrestlers like glacier who if, for anybody who's listening who is not a big wrestling fan just go look up the wrestler glacier because it was they i have they tried wrestled to, glacier they, fun fact they tr- hey there you go man <laughs> i played they on tried a to make they tried to make him like a more like sub-zero like they, they said he was let's dope, take dude. sub-zero for mortal Kombat and put him into wrestling he was awful so. i mean there's so, just so many
1: there's so many of those like very you know characters that are one-offs that have i mentioned you know not every wrestling fan mm-hmm. would know and they're on this game and i was just a fanatic and in 1998 when it came mm-hmm. out I, I it was a new game at the time it released in the fall i think and uh I just remember being blown away. It made my Christmas, and uh, that game will always, even more than No Mercy, have a place for me, just because I remember opening on Christmas and just being like, well, I know what I'm doing for the next
0: week. (laughs) So good. So good. So good. Absolutely. OK, um, well, I, uh, I guess I guess I'll go here again. So I think I will uh, I'll come back to 1999 to, to and I'll, I'll, I'll finish I'll finish with that. But um, so the I guess the next game I'll talk about here is a game for the Nintendo GameCube. So there's kind of an interesting story here. My brother and I had kind of decided. So this was this was not the year the GameCube came out. It was the following year. Um, we had kind of decided we were going to start pooling our lunch money together and save up and buy a GameCube. And um, my dad had like, you know, seen what we were doing. And so he kind of decided he was he was like, you know, what are you saving all that money for? And I was like, well, we want to get a GameCube. And so he just said, well, just, why don't you just save your money? And so um, he actually ended up buying – uh, my brother and I got GameCube for Christmas, and then he took us to the store so we could buy what we could take all the money we'd saved up and buy it on games, which was awesome. Um, and we got two we got uh Metroid Prime, and we got like a game which didn't release that year in Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, and that was like the reason we wanted a GameCube because I had had Super Smash Brothers for the N64, absolutely loved it. Um, Melee obviously was like such a big difference. Uh, you know such a big upgrade um, from the original you had more characters you know you had Pichu and Marth and Roy were in there Zelda Bowser and the game's gorgeous I mean it's it's the game that like the hardcore like uh, you know Evo Evo level fighters use today and they're playing at like speeds that are just mind-boggling um, to, to watch if you ever watch any videos of, of them playing at like such high, high levels um, and then you know you added in the trophy system and the home run smash, which is really what I was all about. Uh, doing the home run, uh, doing 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 the home run contest. You know, using using Yoshi and and doing that flutter kick and cranking up the thing, and then just having home run contests. But yeah, Super Smash Brothers Melee—that was what we saved up for. Um, God, it's it's so great. Even even still, I mean, it's people. Melee is like what I people think is still the best today
1: i mean i i i'll be honest i'm not the biggest super smash fan but the home run challenge was definitely like that was the most fun i ever
0: had with smash Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's great and uh, of course the series has gone on and you know i i loved brawl for the wii and i have ultimate now um and as we're recording this i mean heck sephiroth was just added so i'm definitely excited to freaking play as him uh, here. here yeah, here, I saw here. you.
1: I saw you. Uh, I think you were tweeting about, or maybe
0: it was in our Bendini Zoom call. But I remember uh, hearing you talk about, it and I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually pretty cool." Well, it was crazy because I was like, "Well, it's going to be somebody from Zelda, you know, like I th- because the the new Zelda game, the Age of Calamity, the the Warriors game had just come out. I was like, "Oh, it'll probably be somebody from from that." Um, and then it was Sephiroth, and I was just like, "I can't believe it!" And the trailer was awesome, and it was it was great. Um uh yeah but uh, yeah melee i mean for so many people it's still the one it's still the one they play but uh oh but yeah i got it for christmas and i absolutely loved it
1: it's a good one too because i'm sure you played with your brother and
0: never fights that ensued and absolutely (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent well and i mean and the gamecube controller has been the staple since I mean, they've literally made peripherals just so people can use the GameCube controller for this game because they're like, this is the standard. That's yeah. crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, that is about. crazy.
1: I mean, that's iconic. And, and I, I've always been a big fan of the GameCube controller, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Much better All right, than man. PlayStation 2 controller,
0: in my opinion. Yeah... There's, I mean, the only thing, the only downside to the GameCube controller is the lack of a, of two triggers, but in like, since they, they've rehashed it. But I, I, I do prefer the C stick being smaller and I definitely like your main button being a lot bigger in the A button. Yeah. And I, I like, I like the way, the way you grip the, the triggers, right. And that it's. It's it's conformed for to be gripped, not like a hanging sort of a thing, like you have on the PlayStation controllers and stuff now, where they're more, you know, they're more triggers. But it's 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 it it kind of you know you can kind of hook your fingers around it.
1: Yeah, I I will say these PS5 adaptive triggers that I've got my hands on are pretty amazing. Pretty sweet. Um, Yeah, but they still suffer from that same thing, kind of hang. You know, like you said, I just remember being able to, you almost fit your hand in the grip, and it was there, like you weren't dropping that thing
0: yeah what color what color gamecube did you have
1: uh i had just the good old-fashioned standard i I was boring
0: your black was it black or did you have the purple i had the purple oh okay yeah because there were two there was the black version and the purple version when they first came out i had the oh really for some reason i thought Mm
1: -hmm. it was only purple i don't know why i thought that
0: well i yeah we got purple because i was like i i want the purple one i don't know if i knew
1: anybody with the black GameCube actually.
0: Yeah, there's two. They at, at launch there was a black and a purple GameCube. It was it was it was cool. Yeah. And then they had it an orange and silver and, and and stuff like that later, but
1: I do remember yeah. the silver. I remember the silver and uh funny enough that we're talking about GameCube cuz my wife's uh parents are cleaning out her old bedroom and they found the GameCube. they said, "Do you want it?" I said, "Absolutely." I said, Absolutely. I said "Send it to me right now cuz my favorite Mario Parties are on GameCube." So Oh I'm yeah. I'm going to be
0: firing up a GameCube here soon. I'm pretty excited about it. Yes, absolutely yeah awesome. all right uh, Jimmy, what do you got next man? All right, so uh,
1: I'm gonna go with one uh, that's more recent and I know a lot of I guess a lot of people don't like this game. Um, I actually never played the multiplayer. I only played the single player campaign and I enjoyed it and I'm gonna explain myself but uh, I guess I'll just get it out there. Uh, it is the I believe 2012 release of Halo 4. Wow, okay. Uh, so this is a weird one, and the reason why it's kind of special. So 2009, Modern Warfare 2 came out, and uh, a young 19-year-old, Jimmy Nuts uh, got a little obsessed with Modern Warfare 2. And I stopped playing video games, and I became that Call of Duty guy, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, I played Modern Warfare 2, I played Black Ops, and then Modern Warfare 3 came out. I kind of put the franchise down. That was in, like, 2011. I didn't touch a video game for about a year and a half. And it wasn't because I was done with it. It just kind of lost its luster. And, you know, my parents were getting me gifts, you know, more reasonable adult gifts at this time. I'm in my early 20s. But they surprised me on Christmas, and they got me a copy of Halo 4. And I just being – I was so out of the loop at that point. I don't think I had turned my 360 on to play a game, like I said, in about a year. And I opened it up, and I was like, I didn't know they made a Halo 4. (laughs) so i'm sitting here staring at halo 4 and i said well why not and i popped it in and i played um over i think about a three-day period and i beat it and i know it's not the best halo but it was such a sh- I-, I just genuinely didn't expect it like as an adult you kind of know what you're gonna get for christmas right socks uh, a wrench whatever uh so it was just a surprise gift And it filled me with all types of nostalgia, even though it wasn't exactly like the original trilogy, obviously. Um, Just kind of holds a special place in my heart, because after that, I got back into gaming. um, And it eventually led to me getting into PC gaming, which has been, you know, a staple of my adult life and rage. Uh, But it's, it's a game that got me back into gaming after a little bit of a layoff and just filled me with all the right fuzzies of nostalgia. So I know it's not the best Halo. I know people hate it. I never played the multiplayer. I just played the single player, and I had a blast.
0: I did play the I did play the multiplayer, and it wasn't bad. I mean, it's kind of the thing in that I would probably go as I would pro I will probably I will go on record and say that Halo Four is the worst Halo, but <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's a bad first person shooter or that it's a bad game. It's yeah, just it, it was, that it's it was you know it was really you know Bungie was gone gone and it you know and so when you try to when you look at like this compared to even Halo Reach right which was the last one that Bungie did it's like well Reach is like phenomenal Reach might be the best Halo um to be entirely honest and 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 so I th- I think that's part of it but I'm looking I mean look at the score it's like Metacritic 87 uh, you know, I IGN, 9.8 out of 10. Polygon, 9.5 out of 10.
1: I mean, uh, I mean,
0: dude, as far as the story goes, I had a... Bl- I mean, it
1: gave me everything I wanted out of a Halo, Halo story. And I was big in the story because as a kid, I actually read the books. And so I had an investment in in the story. So from a multiplayer perspective, I'm sure it wasn't great. But I can see why it got nine 9 out of 10. I just remember being enthralled for three days, you know, as someone who was completely checked out of video games.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I don't. I I don't think it's. I don't think it's a. You know, it's like as a Halo game. I don't. It's. I don't think it's like. I don't know. It's. It's kind of like saying what's the what's the worst Batman Arkham game, right? It's like well, I don't know. The whole franchise is great. So yeah, you know, it's like. Right, I mean, we you know when there's only when there's only like four or five games, and you're the you know you're the worst in it. It still doesn't mean that you're like an awful game. It just means that you know the the franchise is is, is better. What's the worst Uncharted? Right, I mean, you know that doesn't mean that any of the Uncharted's are awful. It's just well, you know, there's there's some are the best and some aren't. Yeah. Um, but it's, you can still be, a you know, if you're in a franchise where there's five games that are all nine out of 10 and you're the one that gets an eight out of 10. Well, yeah, you're the worst in that franchise, but it doesn't mean like you're, you're a bad game. You might be the um, best game that came out that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, exactly. It's like, what's the worst legend of Zelda? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, come on now. Yeah. It, I mean, again, it's, it's good. I think, um, I think part of the reason that Halo four gets, gets looked down upon, obviously Bungie left. Um, and then 343 yeah. three stepped in and then at that time remember look at like what happened right is that modern warfare and Call of Duty came in and then also Battlefield is gaining ground and so it, Halo isn't Halo isn't just you know not Halo no longer even the king of first person shooters when it this game came a grandpa
1: out. shooter in a way.
0: It, yeah, exactly, and so I think I think that is also part of the the reason is that because of Call of Duty, because um, Call of Duty at this point, I mean, it's like it has just hit like highs nobody's ever you know like seen before, um, so I think I think that's probably part of it. Uh, two, it also came out, you know, I mean, you're talking 2012, we're deep into the life cycle because the of that generation which went on for a much longer time. Um, the seventh gen, right, you know, was like started in 2006, ended in like 2013. I mean, that's a, that's no, most console generations are five years, not, yeah. you know, almost like almost 10. So, you know, it comes out at it comes out in late in the Xbox 360s life cycle as well. So I think I think there's a lot of that kind of stuff going into people being like, eh, you know, it's just OK.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair, and I definitely did not have my pulse uh, at the time. I just remember like telling people at work like, "Hey, man, I, I worked the best Buy at the time." I said, "Hey," uh, or if I was wrestling and I was at a show talking to the guys in the back, I'd be like, "Man, I played Halo for You guys play?" Everyone's like, "Yeah, that game sucks," and I'm like, "Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, it totally sucks." <laughs> what in reality, right. I was really excited to get it.
0: <laughs> I mean, let me just let me just let me just look up here and see. Okay, well, okay, so this is the Call of Duty it would have went against was Black Ops two, right? And then literally the next year, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts comes out, which most people consider to be one of the worst Call of Duties, although it's actually one of my favorites, Um, you know, uh, is the PS4 generation. So everyone's already looking at PS4 and Xbox One, you know, uh, so I think I think a lot of it's just it's just timing. It's just came out in the you know the, the the final days of the 360 moderate you know black it's black ops 2 was the game it went against which is you know an absolutely amazing uh you know first person shooter so
1: yeah but, i mean yeah, any of the black ops have been pretty solid for the most part
0: right so so, so i i I, th- I think that's part of it and battlefield i'm sure it was battlefield 3 with battlefield 4 coming so i think that's probably yeah. some of the the disdain for it but yeah i played the multiplayer and i, I liked it
1: Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed the campaign, and I was really excited as an adult to get a video game for Christmas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, man. Well, um, I'm going to finish here, right? Yes, this is my final one. Um, I'm going to finish here with... We're going to go back to 1999. So remember, I got this just days before getting Shenmue. Um, Not that this game took all of that long to beat, and I had been playing the... Holy hell out of the demo uh, for this for this game. And this game act came, actually came out in September, uh, September 29th of 1999. So keep in mind, I had also just gotten a uh, Sega Dreamcast just uh, just days before. Um, and that is the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater for the PlayStation one. It did come out in the, the Dreamcast as well, but I got it for I got it for PlayStation. I mean it's the beginning of a of a franchise which you know it's highs uh it, with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is the second highest ra- vi- uh, rated video game of all time uh right behind Ocarina of Time on Metacritic and its lows are I mean trash absolute trash uh so I mean I it's it's I don't know I don't know how to put it I mean go look at Tony Hawk 5 or you know you, you get into that generation where they decided to try and Take what worked with Tony Hawk and and make it and make it skate. So, you know, it's it's just where it is. But I mean, the original game was like nothing I'd ever played before. Um, you know, it's so iconic, so classic. You know, Goldfinger, Superman, right? You know, you got that song that everybody was everybody everybody was rocking out to in the first game. Um, you know, uh, you know, collecting skate, getting a high score. You know, and then all every every stage had its own. Every stage, had, every stage had its own objectives. You unlock Area 51 at the end, doing the 900. Um, and you, you, the first game in this series was was great. It obviously got better with Tony Hawk 2, uh, 3, 4, and then Underground. And then I think it started to go a little bit downhill after that. Um, underground is one of my is my is one of my favorites um, in here. And if you want to play this game today, I would highly recommend uh, checking out the new. Tony Hawk Pro Skater it's like THPS 1 plus 2 just came out earlier this year there is another version of kind of a remake for this I believe it's called Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD came out and I think like 2012 2013 for the PS3 um, they kind of took some of the stuff from 1 and 2 and kind of did that but this the 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 version to get is THPS 1 plus 2 uh, the new version which is absolutely amazing um And I mean, yeah, I mean, I think just about everybody in the world was playing Tony Hawk when this thing first came out.
1: I mean, it was as big as Madden was back then, you know, Madden's still a big deal, but Madden used to be a massive deal. And, uh, underground i mean obviously tony oxford's care one's iconic and two and but underground really did a lot for sports games as far as customizing characters and you know the my career type things that we see in 2k mm-hmm. that all really started with underground uh and seeing yourself and your creative character in an actual narrative
0: Hmm. yeah no yeah yeah absolutely yeah you're 100 you're 100 right in that where it was like it was it was like the full the full story um the the, the the full story on it And then you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 You, you know you got to play as Spider-Man And they they you know uh, the controls And a lot of stuff was better although I think so and it's one of the things I love about this this Remaster is because you can play All of the levels because some of the levels I, I think actually I think top to bottom I think I would argue that Pro Skater 1 Has better Levels than Pro Skater 2 Um Maybe. I don't know. Somebody's so mad. I'm sure I did. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Well, let me let me think. Let me think about that. I mean, obviously, the, the opening warehouse. Uh, right. I think I think, you know, comparing that to the hangar, I think it's better. in Tony Hawk won. Um, I think it's more fun. The, the warehouse you get a play in, in, in Tony Hawk Pro Skater one. the, the first tourney. I really like. Um, I mean, they did. I don't know. They they both had they they're both amazing and you can play them in 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 the new version. Um, But there's definitely some cool levels. Downhill Jam is not super great in the first one. I like the mall. I think the mall in in the first in in the first game is is a lot of fun. Um, And then uh, the streets, I think, is kind of underrated a little bit. It's a lot of fun. And Area 51 is super cool. Uh, and funny. And that is really like what sets the series off. It's like, hold on. OK, we're going to play an area 51 as like your secret unlockable stage. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, it just keeps it just keeps the quirkiness going. Uh, super long from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's iconic. It's you know, it's it's obviously it's one of the be- best games ever made. And, and then the, the series just gets better from there until it doesn't.
1: And then, it, and then it went downhill. But without without a doubt, I mean, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Series is a pillar in video game history, I think. Like, I think it kind of, There's people who would say, no, it doesn't get overlooked. But yeah. I, I guess for someone who didn't play a ton of them, like, I obviously put in time. But, like, it was never, like, my go-to game. I, I honestly kind of underrated it at some points and just forget how important it was. Uh, not only to, obviously, obviously, its genre, but really just video games in general.
0: Yeah. And Tony Hawk, like... Uh, I remember watching an interview with him a while ago where he was talking about how much money he made off the games, and it's like you know, like like you know, tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> like, him. he's a nice guy. He is, yeah, abs- absolutely absolutely good for him. So the, you know, so for the original game, there was also an N sixty four port, um, which is okay uh, if you only had the N sixty four. There's a Dreamcast version of of the original game, but if you're gonna do it, go get Pro Skater. One plus two, you know, came out earlier this year. You can get it on PC, PS4, and it's by far the best the best way to do it. And it's, it's awesome. Awesome. Okay, all right. Let's we'll toss it back to you, man, for the, well, for the final game here.
1: The final entry, and I saved a game. You know, we're talking about genre-defining uh, games and pillars of video game history uh, and these amazing Christmas gifts that we get. Well, one year, uh, you know, Dad's paychecks were a little light in the pants, okay? And uh, the year's about 2002. Uh, I'm 12. I'm feeling a little awkward, but I- I'm laughing at South Park. I'm watching, you know, pro wrestling. I- I'm a little out there. And uh, th- there was a, a release of, uh, I would call them uh, economic friendly games uh, that were 1995. And this title, this all time classic and great, was among those for the Xbox, the original Xbox, the Big Daddy. And that was Big Mother Truckers only 1995, <laughs> as the commercial for a, said. For a reason, <laughs> yes, for a reason. And uh, you know, I I think it's a steal uh, for 1995, and I just remember. Uh, opening that up on Christmas. I knew it was going to be like Christmas that year for uh, plenty of reasons, but uh, to get any game, I was excited. And to get a game that I thought was so edgy and funny. You know, this is a game that other parents weren't buying their kids, but my parents let me watch Wrestling and Freddy Krueger, so they didn't care. So (laughs) they threw it in me, and I became the cool kid in class who had big mother truckers. Um, Pretty mature-themed game. Uh, It was rated M. And, uh, you know, I remember laughing. uh, But also... Underneath the hood, there's a game there.
0: I mean, there is a legitimate there game. There is man.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. I played just a cash it. Craft. I
0: played it. Yeah. I played it back in the day. There is. There is definitely uh there's some simulation to it. You're right. Yeah, there's like parking challenges and you gotta like you know, it's all like you you it, there's it's kinda got that crazy taxi vibe to it.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean it. Really set the way, you know, for all, all you truck simulators out there. You need to you need to bend the knee. You need to bow down and pay homage uh, to this amazing studio uh, who made this game. And if if you're curious, there is a sequel, uh, Big Mother Trucker Two, uh, Truck Me Harder is the uh, is the <laughs> title. It's on Steam. I gifted it to Matt here uh, as we did the show. I, Wait, I, I is filmed. it
0: the original or the second one?
1: I I got you the second one. I said, let's you know go, what? man. I said bigger and better truck is the first one on steam
0: too. Yeah. I
1: couldn't find it. Uh, the second one was, it was released 2005. Uh, it didn't do well. (laughs) I can, I can, I can imagine. Uh, and if I know the question people are wondering is this meth inspired Alabama classic, uh, is it realistic? And the answer is yes, it is. It is realistic because you could pick up a lot lizards, um, in the game and carry them from truck stop to truck stop
0: jesus who are some of the characters here I, i'm trying to remember what they're there's like, uh, there's my own like grandma there was like there was um didn't this come around like the, out out like roughly around the same time as like the movie joe dirt you know yes so you it was earl earl's got like a sideways hat you know you can see his his belly this guy's in jail, so there we got That's good. Bob. No, then you got the girl. Okay, you know the, the 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 busty blonde, right? whose name is Bonnie Sue. All right, and her tr- her, tr- her, tr- her 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 semi truck's got you know, uh, it's got like hearts all over it. Perfect. I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching I'm watching the intro. There's like a gold grandma or something. All right, then you got this guy who's I'm sure his name is Cletus. Is that that's what he looks like? Yeah, that Cincinnati? is. I think his
1: name legitimately is Cletus.
0: Oh, then there's then there's then there's this guy. He's like uh he's kind of like a rich guy, right? And he's uh raucous, that's the guy to play as. Yeah, yeah, corp- Oh, and then here, here money. we go. Here's yeah, here's the old here's the old uh the old grandma, yeah. Or I think she's like the she's the person who's like running it. She's like the mission person, and then you bring all the money back to her. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and she'll hit you up on the C B and tell you to get your ass to the station. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so absurd. Such a ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous such a ridiculous game
1: you know if you were growing up in that time though that was it was one of those games where like nobody was like dude it's so amazing but it was like dude did you hear you know that it said you know the f word or something you know it was just like one of those edgy games like when you got south park you remember the south park games and like they were very risque uh i feel like big mother truckers was that but i played that well, you know i played let me, i mean look
0: Let me just say this. Uh, I typed in Big Mother Trucker's intro on YouTube and a video came up with, you know, 4,000 views and it has, you know, like 79 comments. So you were not alone. All right. And all the comments (laughs) are like, oh, my God, I remember this. My childhood brings back memories. (laughs) I love I love playing this so much, you know, a lot of nostalgia. the fork k You know, we
1: can remake, you know, skinny pencil neck Tony Hawk Pro scare. Why can't we remake Big Mother Truckers on PS5 with Seriously? Tracing,
0: huh? Yeah. We need ray tracing Big Mother Truckers. I mean, do it, well, you how? cowards. Seriously. I'm gonna well now that I have the now that I have the PC version, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out how to, you know, go in and, and, and do mods on it so I can play it in, you know, four K ray tracing. <laughs> X you know, eight times anti aliasing. I mean, I am expecting a box
1: trick stream with Big Mother Truckers 2. Uh, Big
0: Of uh, Big Mother Truckers too. Truck Me Harder.
1: You truck me harder. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You
0: wow. got your stream title, man. There we go. Yeah. Now I'm about I to mean... we, uh, h- get ready to get trucked. All right. I mean, there we go. <laughs> I mean,
1: Hayden yeah. Christensen's coming back to play Darth Vader. And, you know, same time frame. I, I don't see why we
0: can't bring back Big Mother it's Truckers, times. It's it, time. It's time. It, it's time, big big mother truckers three bigger badder trucks. trucker. I don't know <laughs> trucker. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> bigger badder trucker. Geez,
1: the sad thing is that this game would be thirty dollars now because of where would be games cost now.
0: Yeah, would be because because yeah because of inflation. Wow, uh,
1: you know it's funny when you when you hit me up and you said think of Christmas games. You know that really meant a lot. To I was know, not high. expecting that was the this. first one.
0: What I would this you this was total left field. <laughs> Here we go, man. Here's somebody playing it and you know, and on using a PS2 emulator and just got it got it maxed out. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, gorgeous game. Seriously. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Jimmy, thank you for coming on. Thanks for sharing some Christmas memories, man. It's hey, always, I- always fun. It's always a pleasure to be here, and, you know, I'm in the Christmas
1: spirit. I hope everyone listening has a good holiday, and uh, play some video games, folks. You know, around this time of the year, I always go to Skyrim, and uh, if you're looking for a Christmas gameplay, I do suggest Skyrim, because it is a Christmas game. It is.
0: It absolutely is. So. Thoughts, no. All right,
1: Jimmy, where can people find
0: you on the Internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter. Uh, the username is Jimmy Nuts, but it's at the Flock of And I am also on YouTube. I host a book review channel for the latest in fantasy sci-fi. I also do some classics. And I'm also a big Stephen King fan. Uh, if you're into reading or even if you're not, uh, you know, I'm a guy who just got back in the reading recently in the last few years. Um, actually really influenced by the Bend the Knee podcast. Matt here does and uh come come stop by uh, you know hit the subscribe button and uh i'm always responding to every single comment and uh if you're into that type of thing i think you would really enjoy it so that's the fantasy network on youtube uh you know come read and uh, keep turning the page
0: yeah absolutely all right guys you can find me anywhere on the internet at super gains bros we appreciate you guys listening be sure to shoot me some comments either on youtube or 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 twitter or twitch Um, and, uh, let me know what some, some of your guys' favorite Christmas games are, and, uh, we will see you next time. And as always, thanks for listening.